Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. We're really trying to grow the podcast and podcasts typically grow by word of mouth. So if you got a friend or family member who might be, might be interested in this podcast, please shoot them a link so they can hear it and hear the good word of health and fitness. Now let's get to the show. back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Hunter here with Caleb once again in the Madison Portable rec- uh, Recording Studio. And we, um, we're we going to have a fun discussion today. Um, as you guys know, we are coming up on 10 years at Coyote and you know things have evolved and changed a lot over the years. And we thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about the evolution of the group training in, uh, in Coyote specifically and kind of uh, how we started and, and the progression we've made and how we got here and we're really, really happy with um, the product that we provide to our members on a day-to-day basis, and we can kind of talk about that. But um, we thought it'd be a great discussion just to kind of talk about uh, where we started uh, at Coyote and, uh, you know, kind of our thinking and why we've made some changes and kind of what led us to here over the, led us to this point uh, over the last 10 years since 2013. Yeah, we have hundreds of new members who uh, maybe don't remember what it was like back in in uh, years ago. You know, people a lot of a lot of new members who've started in the last two years. And um, you know, for for us, this is something we think about a lot. Is we're always trying to always trying to provide a better product for our members and for our communities. And so uh, I think it's fun to look back and see exactly what we've changed. And it also can help educate. Uh, our listeners on what are some things that we do really intentionally uh, because sometimes people bring us great ideas and they, they're thinking what could we do but uh, oftentimes people think and and offer solutions that maybe we used to do and there's a mm-hmm. reason why and so when you get that confidence it can help you to understand when you go to the gym every day there's a lot of thought that goes into it yeah um, for me I think you know often people ask about the programming and I'm very proud and confident that um, I can look back and see all of the hard work that you, Hunter, put into the programming and all of the thoughtfulness that goes into it because it is not an easy task uh, to come up with not only a safe program, but a program that leads to results, but also one that doesn't lead to burnout and repetition. And so oftentimes people feel like, oh, there's so much repetition. But if you look at the course of a week, for instance, just in programming, there's so many different decisions that you had to make that go into it. So that's one example of how we've evolved in to trying to create the best product possible and collectively put all of our coaches and all of the years of experience training into what we feel like is the best option. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think there's there's just a lot of things that I'm eager to ask you about that yeah. and, and not only that, but the environment and our coaches. And so I think it's going to be a fun discussion. Yeah, the, uh, the repetition thing is always funny to me because, you know, I come from a background of working out at like a regular global gym for probably close to 15 years before uh, ever even started CrossFit in 2010. And so my day-to-day and week-to-week basis was nothing but repetition and doing the same movements over and over and over again for years and years and years. And so um, that was one of the biggest things that, that I fell in love with about this type of training was it was always different. Even though, yeah, you're doing the same movements a lot of 
uh, a lot of weeks, the the rep scheme changes, the weights change, the combination of movements change, and it's always different. Um, and so that's something that I really enjoyed. And I think people that do have that background understand, like, there's only so many movements that you can do in training. And the reason that we do th- so many movements so many times is because they're effectiveness. And, uh, but we do try to change the stimulus that you'll get in the weights and the, the, the combinations. And you can pair a movement with one movement one week and a movement with another movement the next week and get a completely different feel from it. So that's one of the, the beautiful parts of it. But so looking back on it, uh, we opened up in 2013 and obviously we are a uh, CrossFit affiliate, Coyote CrossFit. And we had, we, we still are a CrossFit affiliate. We just signed our, um, our, um, we renewed for our 10th year and, um, I spoke with, uh, our, um, affiliate rep, uh, Chase Ingram, who probably many of you know, and he congratulated us on 10 years. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize that we, yes, we still are a CrossFit affiliate and it's something that I hold near and dear to my heart, but there are so many other aspects of Coyote, which is why we, we are Coyote Fitness now because, um, we offer a lot of different, uh, parts of that. But, um, in that regard, when we started, you know, we followed the, the typical CrossFit methodology of uh, write a program for the best and scale for the rest. And that's kind of that was kind of how it was. Um, I came in at that point. I was still heavy into competing. And um, a lot of the people that joined were into competing at that time. And it was a very competition driven uh, atmosphere and environment. And, you know, the workouts were written with that in mind. And then you would scale things to other people accordingly. And so it really was very appealing to the to the people that did want to compete, but for, you know, the vast majority of people, I, I think they always felt, um, I don't, I can't speak to everybody, but I, I do think some people felt maybe less than, or like the workout was written for somebody else and not for them specifically and their specific goals. And it was only written for people to get better and, um, at competing. And the emphasis obviously was on competing. Let's dominate the open. Let's dominate all the, uh, the local competitions. Let's, um, you know, send people to regionals and that type of thing. And, uh, there's com- nothing wrong with, with that and that particular pursuit. But what we realized was we were only catering to those specific people and we were encouraging people. Let's always try to set PRs. Let's always try to get stronger. Let's, you know, push it to the limits every single day. Let's push the intensity every day. And what led to a lot of people was, you know, burnout or injury, um, or feeling like, you know, this particular program is not really addressing my individual needs. It's only, you know, for that type of thing. And so that's when we started trying to think about, well, how can we have a little bit more of an inclusive, um, type training? And, um, we, um, at that point we kind of implemented the, the competition, um, track, which would do its own thing outside of class. And, um, then you had the regular class, which was still RX and scaled. And that was a little bit better, but still at the same time, we, we got to the point where people were thinking that in, in order for me to progress, I needed to go on and start doing, you know, work out in the back with the people doing the competition track and that type of thing. Um, so, you know, all that led to in the last, you know, I can't remember if it was, was it five years ago that we switched to the three track system? Do you remember? Um, I think it was four is somewhere in the four, to four five years year. ago. Okay. So four years ago, we switched to the three track system and, you know, obviously, you know, that's after six years of mm-hmm. doing it a certain way. Uh, we realized a need of, we need to number one, have all of our, uh, members training together in a group setting. And that takes a lot more work and practice. And I think that's why most gyms don't do it that way because it does take a lot of forethought and planning. And there's a lot of moving parts that, and variables that have to be aligned. 
but we wanted to, you know, have everybody working out together so everybody could be, you know, going through the process together, but still having a workout that was more tailored to their specific needs. And so that's why we changed everything to fitness, performance, and competition. And the idea with that um, was that each track would have its own particular goal. And you wouldn't have to, you know, we wouldn't encourage anybody to have to do a certain track all the time. But we would say that for most people, um, whatever their specific goals are, they should be following the track most of the time. That is uh, that particular thing. Um, So, you know, fitness is for people that want to live a fit and healthy life. Performance was uh, people who want to perform better in the gym or maybe play a sport outside the gym and just uh, do like to perform, but they're not interested in competing in the sport of CrossFit or functional fitness. And then competition, obviously, is for people who are trying to compete and do better in the open or do better in local competitions or make it to regionals or that type of thing. And we added in supplemental programs uh, that were designed to go with those. Uh, so we have the sweat strength and conditioning for people who want a little extra strength. We got the physique track for people who want to do, you know, look a little bit better. It's more bodybuilding type stuff. And then we have the, uh, the competition track, obviously, which is for people a little bit supplement and extra competition type stuff. So that was, uh, iteration. I'll, I'll kind of walk through to where we got to this point and then we can kind of go in depth on anything you want to go in depth on. But so we did that and, and, and that was tremendous. It worked really well. A lot of people, um, had a lot of, uh, um, a lot more success with that because, you know, the workouts started being tailored more towards people who, um, wanted to, um, you know, there do a workout that was specifically for their goals. Well, then what we still saw a hole in the program in that there were certain people who, um, on certain days just didn't feel have the, the need or the desire to compete or do a workout for time. Um, and maybe they didn't sleep well, or maybe they just weren't interested in it, or, um, maybe they just didn't have any interest in using a barbell. And so that's where we came up with the sweat track, which would be an unscored AMRAP, which would be a functional, still functional movement, still, you know, the, the same methodology that we wanted to do. That is very important to us, but with only dumbbells, so they would never have to touch a barbell and they would never have to do anything on the pull-up rig. So it's, you know, ring rows instead of pull-ups or that type of thing. And it's allowing people to come in and like it says, get a really good sweat, get a really great workout without having the pressure of having to compete or feeling like they, they need to do movements that don't really apply to their lives. And then the, the last kind of iteration of that that we've recently introduced is adding another option for the strength session. So what we've seen a lot of times is on snatch days, a lot of people don't show up because they don't really care about snatching. And I completely understand that. Same thing with, you know, the Olympic lifts or like deadlift days. Some people um, don't like to do deadlifts because it makes their back sore or whatever or they're just not interested. And so we've started adding a, a, another option on those days. Like if we're snatching, we'll just add a uh, accessory strength option for other people to where they're doing more bodybuilding, more um, accessory work, more stuff that's going to help prevent injuries. That's a little bit more applicable to their own specific, um, you know, goals. And that's going to apply to them a little bit better. Um, same thing with the deadlifts. And, you know, we'll still do movements that are um, going to work the posterior chain, work the glutes, works the hamstrings, uh, hip extension, that type of thing. But, um, in a, a little bit different, you know, way of maybe we're doing hip thrust or lunges or, you know, always something a little bit different, but working the same type of movement, the same muscles, just in a little bit different way. And so we're really, really happy with where we have gotten to this point because we feel, and we see it and hear from people consistently that, um, the workout is tailored to their specific goals and their specific needs. And we really feel like we have a program now that, um, 
can apply to anybody and help anybody get to wherever they want to go. And so um, it's something that, you know, has taken 10 years to iterate to get to this point. But we are very, very happy with it um, because um, it helps a wide variety of people. It, it can help somebody you know, qualify for semifinals or do really well at a local competition. And it can also help somebody who wants to lose 200 pounds and anybody in between. I think when, when I think about all those things, um, I just personally think back to when I first joined Coyote uh, as a member, those are not things that I was even thinking about. I didn't know that there was anywhere you could go, but you know, I didn't. I didn't know that there was anywhere else to go. I thought it was. This is it. This is the. This is the answer. Uh, this is something. So it was impactful for a lot of people, um, just even in the original state. And one of the things that I appreciate is that um, you, at, at that time, us now collectively, um, are always looking for what is it that we can do to help people get to their goals, instead of instead of thinking, hey, this is, uh, you know, this is what we do. We're Coyote. Come try us out. It's all of these things started because we recognized that we started asking the question, how can I help you? You know, what is it that you would like to do? And we saw that overwhelmingly the needs of our community were broader than what we were currently solving or working towards. And so when, when we made that transition from this is us, this is our program, this is CrossFit to, hey, what is it that you, what is it that we can most help you with? What is your goal? We started realizing that the answers were, we were able to solve those with and, and start to eliminate a lot of the biggest barriers for the most amount of people. Yeah. And so I think all of those things originated, uh, you know, not in trying to get someone to the CrossFit Games, not trying to um, to do anything except try to help the most amount of people and create a more accessible uh, environment for the community that we're living in. And mm-hmm. so that's one thing that I would identify and I say separates Coyote. And one of the things that we are, we are hoping to do more and more of every single day is to try to see what is, what does our community need? Our goal is to increase quality of life. What are the limiting factors in quality of life for people? And the limiting factor is not, or not being able to do a ring muscle up. That is a that is a very small piece of the puzzle potentially for some, but the biggest limiting factor is access to nutrition, a, an environment that's clean, an environment that is uh, not intimidating, an environment that's welcoming, an environment that creates um, accessibility with the program and doesn't ask too much too early. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I hear when you talk about all the ten, all the specifics of you know, where the programming has developed, going from, you know, competitors in the back to a program where everybody's doing the same thing to, okay, everybody's doing the same thing, but there's a lot of the population that can't even do that yet. So how can we create it more accessible? How can we make it more accessible to them? And so that's what I hear is just the goal of uh, not, hey, we are Coyote, come try us, but what is it that you want most to increase your quality of life? What's going to help you live the life that you want? And when we started asking that question, then I think a lot of these solutions begin to develop. And we're 10 years into this, and we just made a change two weeks ago, a very Mm -hmm. drastic change. So 10 years in, there's still major pieces of the puzzle that we're still solving, and I think we'll continue to do that. One thing that we obsess over more and more is the, the client experience and trying to determine 
what we can do to make the client's experience better, whether that's improving the facility, um, training the coaches better, you know, giving the coaches more options, giving more nutrition options, giving more workout options, just trying to help as many different types of people with different types of goals as possible. Um, and we are always trying to, to think about that and, 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 and talk about that. And I joke all the time about taking feedback from people about workouts and stuff and, and just tell them they can throw it in the, uh, in the, in the, in the feedback bin on the way out the door, which is the garbage can. And I'm always joking about that, but I do always listen to people. And a lot of times people will make comments and I'll be like, you know what, that there, there might be a little bit of truth to that. And maybe it affects, you know, some things that I do going forward, but I'm always listening and I always joke about it, but I am always listening and always trying to improve it. And that's something that we take very serious and we are always trying to uh, implement things that we think will make it better. And, and it will, it's a constant iteration of how can we make this better? How can we make Coyote better? How can we make the program better? And that's what has led us to all these steps. But ultimately the main goal of the program is to provide a program that's going to allow the, the most amount of people as possible continually to impress, uh, uh, progress and to continue to, uh, enjoy it and have fun and be engaged. And so that is the main thing. And so there are so, you know, so many different people, so many members of Coyote with so many different goals, there has to be different options that allows the person who wants to get more ring muscle ups and do better at the local competition and do better in the open, continue to progress as well as the person who wants to lose a hundred pounds this year and couldn't care less about anything on the rings. Um, doesn't ever want to touch a barbell, but still wants to, you know, uh, come in and get a good workout in, um, and everything in between. And we know that the, the different program options that we have, the, the functional movements that we use, the movements that we use, the coaching that we use, the technique work that we do, um, is the best option for people, um, to be able to do. And so it is our, you know, imperative and our obligation to help as many people as possible because we know that it is the best thing for them. And so that is what we are constantly trying to do. What do you think is, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about, um, some of the changes that we're wanting to make. We're always having conversations about, Hey, what's not going well. What do you, where do we see room for improvement? I, you know, I'll commend you. I think that for, for years, one of the things that I just could not wrap my head around was there were a lot of people who were really afraid to finish the workout last and were afraid that they were going to be at the center of attention. And so we see that CrossFit celebrates that it can be a great thing. It can push us to, to levels that we did not know existed in our own self. Um, there's so much benefit to having that clock ticking down and or to having watching that clock and trying to finish as quick as you can to being cheered on at the by a group of people. But there's also a side of people that the reality is every day you don't walk into the gym and want to have that motivational thing. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just are trying to get to get some sort of exercise so you can cope with your kids and your job and, and you want to still continue to make progress. And so I think that was something you guys can listen back to our episode where we talk entirely about adding the sweat track that has a finite end to the workout. No matter what, you never had to come in and stress. And so that was something I talked to Hunter about for a long time was, man, I'm seeing that there's people who I'm hearing them talk about and they're, they're not coming on days where they think they're going to finish last. And mm -hmm. so that was one thing that we thought would not compromise the the program and the the opportunity for people to still get that push, but would allow for the reality of life to come in and say every day is not 
the day where you want to have a group of people, you know, cheering you on yeah. to do more exercise. Uh, and so that was that was something that we received incredible feedback on. It took nine years to really come up with a solution. I didn't know the solution, and um, and that's something that that Hunter came up with, and and that you were able to you were able to develop. What is it on the on? You know, we talked on in terms of programming on the business side. What is something um, with regards to the the growth of the business? Where are you focusing now more than you did? maybe in the past from a business sense. So whether it's coaching or whether it's, you know, our members and retaining members, what are some of the things that you're focusing on um, now that you really didn't even think about maybe for the first couple of years? Uh, my biggest focus um, on this point at this point is pouring into our coaches and trying to teach them um, the lessons that I've learned, trying to help them um, be better at their jobs, trying to give them all the tools um, that I can to help them, um, do the best that they can. And obviously that's something that, you know, when I was first starting out, I was trying to figure it out, you know, I was, let's open up this business. Let's figure it out. Um, I'm gonna figure out, you know, how to coach and how to run a business. And, you know, I was young and pull full of uh fire and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make this work and try to figure it out. And we had, we had great success, uh, very, very early on, but there comes a point where there's only so many people that I can develop a relationship with. There's so many pe only there's only so many people that I can coach specifically. But what I learned is for me to have a bigger impact, I need to um, teach other coaches how to do what I, what I've been doing, and that and that's something that I've really poured into. And now I'm to the point now where I'm teaching other coaches how to teach other coaches how to do it. And and so that's something that is so rewarding to me is seeing people. Uh, come on the staff who are fired up and motivated and love health and fitness, uh, want to continue to improve themselves, but even more so um, want to help other people because they see how much it's impacted their life and they want to pay that forward and help as many people as possible. And so that's what really motivates me. And so my focus with the business side of things is I want to get as many like-minded people as possible on the team who are hungry and driven, who work very hard, who put the put the client and members fitness before their own and think about every day when they wake up what can I do to uh, make the classes that I'm coaching better what can I do to help more people what information can I put out there on social media that's going to help people um, what can I do to make coyote better um, and think about that and are driven by that uh, day in and day out and it's so fun to have meetings and staff meetings of people who are fired up and and talking about you know the big win they had this week or a new attendance record they set at the gym or a new nutrition client they got or the progress that their nutrition client made the last month and it's so much fun for me to be able to do that and so now my job is i have to continue to improve as a owner and a leader so that i can help them improve you know it's going to be limited by you know, how, how much I can improve, you know, the, the coyote is only going to grow as big as, um, and as good as I can grow. And so that's my number one pursuit is what do I need to learn? What area of the business do I need to get better at? What do I need to learn as far as leadership? Um, what do I need to learn as far as communication skills? Um, that type of thing. How can I be better at helping, um, setting our coaches up to succeed? Um, that type of thing. What kind of, you know, further training do I think could help our coaches precision nutrition is a great example you know all of our coaches are now required to have precision nutrition and that's something that we've been able to implement and 
you know, pay for our coaches to do that, which is something I'm very proud of because it's such a great course and it adds on and just improves the quality of coaching for all our coaches, not just in nutrition, but that's also a great course that helps them um, improve um, in their regular coaching. And then also encouraging our coaches to continue on in their CrossFit level two course, which to me is the best seminar I've ever been to as far as coaching and, and encouraging our coaches to do that. And then finding you know, finding a great book that I think our, our coaches will learn a lot from and add it to our quarterly meeting. So that type of thing. It's always trying to figure out what do I need to get better at so that I can help um, our coaches grow and improve so that then they can um, impact the 120 people or so that they come in contact on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis. One of the things, um, you know, being on the being living out what you're actually talking about um, that I do recognize is that it really does it really only makes sense for us to operate in in a place where we can afford to invest in our coaches because the coaches are going to be what determine the product and so as as hunter and as i even as i start to train our coaches as we begin to develop coaches who are capable of training other coaches not only are they doing that but they're also becoming elite in their ability to um provide a service that is valuable for people and when people get a better product everyone wins and so for us we believe that the only way we can give you a product that morally we feel like is is um is our duty to to do we have to do it in a place that comes from understanding that our main priority has to be the coaches and providing an experience for our coaches to um, show up to work loving their job, loving what they do and being able to um, being able to grow. And so we are we are looking for continually looking for coaches that are willing to um, and and eager to learn how to get better every day at yeah. the craft of coaching. Um, we always talk about in our coaches manual the development of a coach. You get to level four where you're providing results for people and you are changing people's life. But the next level of that is are you able to create another level four? So a level five coach is a coach who's able to uh, a level five leader is a leader who's able to develop other level four leaders who are then able to provide results. And so that's one thing that I posted about this yesterday. I realized like we have meetings where our coaches are really leaning into uh, the opportunity to learn how to do sales better, how to retain members better. How can we get better at talking to you, those who are listening, you, our members, how can we get better at talking to you about your goals? Um, How can we get better at communicating what we do when someone walks in the gym and is is needing a major change uh, in their life to affect their quality of life? So we're trying to get better at that. We're getting better at nutrition. We're getting better uh, at coaching movements. And all of those things, I think, in the end, make uh, have become one of our main focuses every day when we wake up. That's what mm-hmm. we're thinking about. Uh, the standard, the, the, the lowest level of the standard is showing up on time, being honest, being humble, leading a great class. And then if we're going to Im- impact the lives of a million people, we need to also be able to develop leaders. And so that's where I think behind the scenes from day one to right now, we and I've seen evidence of a, a major shift in uh, in the standard that we've set. Yeah, the standard continues to grow every single year. And one thing that I've learned, you know, recently over the last few years is that my vision for 
Coyote has to be big enough to fit each of our coaches visions inside of it. So if my vision is small and Caleb, for example's vision eventually is going to, you know, he has, you know, big goals and dreams for himself and his own career. Well, if he gets to the point where he outgrows the vision of Coyote, then he's going to feel unfulfilled at that point and then want to, to, you know, possibly pursue somewhere else. But my goal and my constant thought is how can I make the vision big enough of Coyote to fit each one of our coaches goals and visions inside. And so as they grow and get more capacity and learn more and are able to help more people and their, their goals and dreams continue to grow and get bigger, my vision and goal and dream goals and dreams for Coyote has to get bigger to encompass there. Eventually they're going to outgrow Coyote and I want to provide a place to where they can achieve their wildest dreams inside of Coyote as far as career and financial and what, you know, lifestyle and everything in between. And so I have to continue to find ways to, uh, how can we, you know, make this better and how can we make it bigger and how can I provide the tools for them to get to where they want to get to. And so that's what really fires me up is to being able to implement that and then look back at the end of the year and see, man, can you believe how far um, you came in your own coaching career? Look at where you were a year ago now. Like I love having those conversations, you know, and let's talk, talk about what's next year. And one, one thing that I love about our coaching staff is they're always yeah, that's great, but what I want even more. I want to do even more this year. I want to even improve even more. And so when when you're constantly looking to improve and grow in that way, it just makes it so fun to wake up in the morning and go to work every day because you're fired up about it. And we have a team of people who genuinely love coaching and love working hard and love developing and being better and love supporting each other and building each other up and um, you know celebrating each other's wins. And it that spills over into the client's experience every day they come in they can feel that enthusiasm from the coach they can feel um the positive energy in the environment and it makes them want to keep coming back and we see you know i I track our attendance our attendance is constantly going up at our gyms and our membership is constantly going up and people are telling their friends because um everybody is is really enjoying the process and enjoying um the journey and so you know, my job on top of all that is always looking for who can be another good coach, you know, always looking for a great talent and, and thinking about, you know, the type, the things that make, uh, the coaches, um, successful, um, and looking for other people who might love this and be a part of it. And, and how can we, you know, find uh, a way to add them to the team because, um, that, you know, we're always going to, um, be limited by the the amount of coaches we can have and so I'm always looking for that as well it's funny we started the conversation with you know how has group training evolved and we're talking about a lot of these things that you'll hear us frequently talk about on the podcast but it's because everything that happens in a group training when you show up to work out is a result of and is going to directly relate to all of these things that are going on behind the scenes because when our coaches are fulfilled, when our coaches are advancing, when our coaches are able to learn and grow, then the client is getting an even top level experience. Uh, And so what we're trying to do by focusing on all these things at the end of the day is every person who's listening, who is a member at our gym, we're also wanting them to get an even better product. And so we're wanting to constantly elevate that. And I think 
we really lean into the feedback that we get. And that's why we joke about, you know, the feedback, uh, throwing the feedback in uh, about the programming into the, mm-hmm. into the trash on the way out the door. But like the reality is we love feedback. We really thrive off of it because it helps spark conversations for us about how we can get better. Um, and it also gives us an opportunity to educate, but, uh, you know, group training is a product that is a result of what we're doing behind the scenes together collectively and I can just tell you right now there is there is so much positivity and encouragement amongst our coaches about professional growth and advancement in each of our gyms and what you the listener what you guys are doing every single day is what we think about when we wake up and you know we talk about that a lot because it really makes all the difference in the world when you have a coach who shows up for the client um and that being the end result of all this hard work. You know, I, it just occurred to me that this is episode 150, which I think it's, this was organic that we had this discussion on this particular episode, but 150 is a, you know, a benchmark of a, uh, episode in my opinion. And it's really cool to be able to look back and, um, you know, and we're putting these episodes out weekly. And so they'll, they'll, um, come out more frequently, you know, we'll get to 200 in a year, but, um, you know, we've been doing this for this podcast for almost six years now, and it was every other week for the longest time. And now it's every week. And, you know, one of the reasons we switched to every week is because we realized we wanted to improve and put information out there more consistently to people and be able to, um, you know, talk to you guys on a week to week basis. So we can constantly be trying to add value to your life. And that's what we're, we're constantly looking to do. So that's really, really interesting that this, or I, you know, I thought about the 150 episode a couple months ago and then I, I didn't really think about it, but this organically just happened to be the conversation that we had and I'm reflecting over the 10 years, but you know, our 10 year anniversary is in March. And like I mentioned previously, we've got a lot of really cool things planned for that. So you guys be on the lookout for that. And, um, we definitely will have a 10 year anniversary party and some other awesome things for people, for members. And also, um, if you're an alumni or, you know, alumni that listens and maybe hadn't been a member six, seven, eight years, um, I would encourage you, um, that we will have an alumni offering for you guys, but I would encourage you to come and, and check that out because things are, are a lot different. And in my opinion, much better than they used to be. And like I said, we will constantly trying to improve. And I think if you ask a lot of the members who have been here since day one, they can look back and think on, uh, how things used to be and how much better things are and how much better we are at being able to help a, a multitude of different types of people achieve their goals. And, um, that is the constant, um, goal for me specifically, as far as the program is concerned is I'm always trying to think about how can we make this better? Um, how can we help more people? And I really feel confident that what we have now is something that can help literally anybody achieve the goals that they want. So is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we move on? No, I think I think we covered it. I, I just want, again, I want you guys to know, like we are, we love for you to give us feedback. We want to have conversations about what you think we can do better because it is literally the thing we wake up thinking about is, can I do this better? You know, the exercise is just a a picture of what happens for us every day, and trying to find, uh, trying to find ways we can improve um, is is something I think that will in the end benefit every person that comes in the door and the people who aren't in the door yet and so that that's our goal we want to drastically improve the quality of life of a million people and to do that we really need to 
we just we thrive off of the fact that there's probably something we could do better and so it's a it's a fun way to look at life it's a fun way to look at work and it's uh it really is it really is a lot of fun to get to have those discussions with you because you can't be successful in this work without enjoying the process of finding out that you did something that wasn't ideal and that it can be done better and there's going to be 10 people who are going to benefit from that I just, you know, we we really do, and I wake up thinking about it. And I go to bed thinking about it. I think about it all all week and all weekend. And I just was thinking about like last night, for instance, after 7 p.m. I was at home and I had three different phone conversations with three different coaches talking about stuff that had happened the day. And my wife used to be, you know, frustrated with me talking on the phone that late at night, but now she just understands that's part of it. And um, I fill her in on everything that's happening, so she she loves to hear about it as well. And the night before, after seven, I think I, I talked to four different coaches on the phone, and so it's just. You know, sometimes that's the only time you can talk and catch up with people. But and we all are doing it not because we feel like we have to. It's because we're excited about something that happened and we're excited about how things are going and we're excited about the future. And um, I hope you guys can can hear the enthusiasm coming from both of us. And we're so excited about, you know, the next 10 years of Coyote. And we we constantly want to improve and and um, make things better. But we're really happy with with how things have gone. And over the 150 uh, podcast episodes and over the 10 years at Coyote, we we thoroughly have enjoyed the journey and look forward to many more. So um, that was a great discussion. Obviously, it went in a lot of different directions that we originally planned, but that's just sometimes that's the way it goes. So uh, let's move on to the next segment, Outside the Box. So uh, I don't have anything specific to talk about this episode because last episode I had something planned, but um, is there anything you have going on Outside the Box, Caleb, that you want to want to mention? No, I you know, that right now I think we are um, – we're kind of in a season where everything is inside the box. You know, we, the vacations and all that, you know, towards the end of the year, there's a lot going on. I think for us, this is a time of year where we love to be in the gym. Spring's right around the corner and we're going to get to, um, you know, I, I really look for, I think working out is so much fun in the springtime because the weather's crisp it you know people are in better moods coming out of the winter and all the rain that we've been getting and the cold weather. And so, you know, I think for us, you know, this is the time of the year the Open comes around, and so people have that event. We just finished the Winter Classic. We had that event, and so, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting together. How about this? Outside the box, we're we're looking forward to trying to create more opportunities for our members to get together outside of the gym or to do something that's not exercise related. There's so much value to that. We've had to put it on hold uh, for for a little bit. And so now I think for us, we really are trying to look for opportunities to um, to develop relationships with members, not in the gym in that hour, but to see what can we do, whether it be food or whether it be an activity. You know, I get to go and golf with a lot of members. That's something that I would love to do with you if you want to. I'll tell Hunter I can just take the day and we'll go golf. Uh, and he just, that's an unlimited. Yeah, on Sunday afternoon, go for yeah. it. <laughs> Um, but no, I think this is, this is just a, a fun time of year for us to do a lot of things in the gym that we love recreationally and the open is one of those. So what we got going on is we, you know, I mentioned previously that we are um, going to be moving soon and we just, uh, listed and, uh, sold our house. And that was the first time I've sold a house. And that was a interesting process. Luckily we were able to get an offer on the, the weekend, the first weekend that we listed it, which was great. And, uh, now going through the inspection process and all that stuff. It's just been very stressful and a lot, a lot going on with that. But, um, we are looking forward to getting that behind us and hopefully moving, um, in February into our new house that we plan on being there for hopefully a very long time. And so that's something that we have coming up that 
not looking forward to the move, but I'm looking forward to being in there and hopefully um, not move for a very long time after that. So that's we've had that going on, and that's been a, a journey and a process for, for both Claire and I as we um, go through that whole journey for the first time. So that's something that we did. But um, shout out to my brother and his wife, Ty Monica, for allowing us to stay at their Airbnb for a weekend while we uh, showed our house and let us take our dogs there. So uh, much appreciated to that. And No um, free ads around here. <laughs> So, uh, you got anything to recommend before we wrap it up? I'll start. We watched a documentary last night on Netflix called Stutz. Um, and it's a documentary that Jonah Hill did about his um, therapist. And it was fascinating. Basically, the premise was Jonah talked about this guy has helped him out tremendously. And he had worked with a bunch of other uh, therapists. And this was the first one that had really helped him out a lot. And he wanted to create a documentary about... Um, this guy uh, to put the things that he has helped Jonah with out into the world and possibly help people. And, you know, therapy and self-help is something that a journey that I've been on a lot over the last five, six years and um, has helped me out tremendously in um, learning about myself and my past traumas and uh, subconscious beliefs and all that type of stuff. And um, it really has changed my life for the better. And so um, I just thought it was a fascinating documentary um, about, uh, his, his own journey and his, also his, uh, his therapist journey as well. And he, his therapist has Parkinson's. And so that was very fascinating for Jonah to interview him and talk about the disease and how that's impacted his life. And, um, but it's, a it's a really, really good documentary on Netflix. And so if you, um, if that kind of stuff interests you, I'd, I'd definitely recommend, uh, you check that documentary out. The, my recommend, I can't remember if we've done this before, but, uh, Chat GPT. Have we had that conversation? Mm-mm. Maybe maybe this is a whole episode on how you can use this, but real quick synopsis. Chat GPT is an artificial intelligence-based search program, search uh, tool that you can use to not only find out information, but also to produce that information in whatever format that you want, whether it be an essay form, just a short answer, bullet point in a certain language that you want to use, uh, certain dialects of languages. But basically, ChatGPT is this now kind of what we're what we're starting to see the future of how artificial intelligence is not only going to be able to provide information faster than ever, but it's going to give accurate information that also can be can be used to help you be more effective in your job. Um, it's still verdicts out a, a little bit on how, how you can not copyright that or what, you know, giving credit to artificial intelligence is kind of an interesting topic. But for now, I think for us, I've used this with nutrition clients and just shown them that, Hey, if you need recipes, what we do with nutrition coaching, isn't just give you recipes. That's a one-time solution. But if you need recipes, get on chat GPT, you know, create a profile and type in, give me a recipe and it can give you anything that you want. As far as the recipe flavors, you can continue to adopt it. You can refine the search and in moments you can have unlimited resources of not only accurate information, but also creativity. And so, uh, I just saw this week, chat GPT has passed the Wharton MBA exam. It's passed the bar and the U S medical license exam. And so it is a tool where instead of Googling something and getting 15 million different links to information that you have to process. It's essentially Googling it and it gives you the answer. And not only that, but it gives you the answer in whatever format that you want it. And so it's a great tool for, for you guys to, to mess around with. It's a fun thing for 
you know, you and uh, your spouse to do or your kids. It, it can be goofy, but it also can be really helpful. Artificial intelligence is about to change uh, the way we live our life as we know it. And um, it's, um, it's going to be fascinating to see how all that plays out over the next five to 10, 15 plus years. So um, might as well go ahead and start learning out now. And um, it's not a fad like people used to say the internet was a fad. So it's literally about to change everything. So uh, might as well start learning about it now. So uh, that's it for today. Um, that was pretty heavy there, Caleb, but also really good. <laughs> Didn't mean to leave you on that note, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, we hope you guys have a great week and we will see you next time. silky smooth sounds.